0: Pod studios
1: video games
2: yes you can comic books nothing is impossible
1: sci-fi just anime do it if you've been made fun of for it we're probably gonna talk about it what are you waiting for this is nerd radio make your dreams come true
2: Welcome to this week's Nerd Radio, wherever you get your podcast, as part of the B-Pod Studios network and of course on WRIF.com and on your social media at Nerd Radio 101. Our second week in the Checkpoint XP studios. My name is Chuck Bean, joined by James... Ah, I went to Al. I went to Al. I cut to Al.
1: <laughs> 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 i was okay, so yeah. confused. Back to
2: me. Usually Al goes first,
1: so yeah. I was like,
3: ah ha <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know,
1: Chuck. Around. No, this is a perfect start. It's a perfect start it is. for what Nerd Radio has become. And Al Beck. Um... Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Alex. Uh and uh live on the Checkpoint XP Twitch stream. Yes, yeah. this
2: is our first week on the Checkpoint XP stream. Yeah. If you're listening to the podcast and you tune in now, you will not see us. Yes, we we are, won't be there. We are uh as we you, you people are going to get to see a peek behind the curtain very much in the in the coming weeks here as we Twitch stream. We're yeah. on Wednesday afternoons somewhere between like 11 and 2. Yeah, somewhere I would around imagine. there, yeah. Or 11 so. and 1. Um and uh yeah, so if you want to see the how it looks before i put all the fun stuff in yeah. before dmx shows up right yeah uncensored unfiltered raw <laughs> oh, right raw dog nerd radio <laughs> raw right. dog nerd We're raw radio. dog yeah. in the
3: internet right now nerd radio style that is awful i <laughs> think it's a perfect description <laughs> of what's happening
1: yeah, well, oh, you'll that. actually see how little editing we actually... Well, like Chuck puts the bells whistles on it. He right. Does, but, but as far as like the, you know, maybe we should cut that out and make it clean. No, it's all just... It's it's already pretty raw. <laughs>
2: it is what it is, and that's what you get. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, speaking of being in the Checkpoint XP studios, I feel the need to um, to address the fact that last week's show almost didn't happen. Yeah, we had. A book oh my God! Because yeah. we had that recording problem with yes. Like I, I brought in a yeah. a. We're recording. We to talked
1: a, about that, but it goes a little deeper than that, even. Right,
2: yeah. we 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 record with a memory card now instead of recording into like a computer with iTunes and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but the memory card I brought didn't have. It had stuff on it already, so there wasn't enough space. Oh, Chuck's pornography. <laughs> <laughs> How much porn got, did you lose? Al's man? got a pleasure pad. I just keep it on a memory stick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: He's got a pleasure stick and a pleasure pad. Yep, yeah. that's right. Went yep. to my house and I got the,
2: just a, a whole reel to real. Yeah, it's got old school porn. <laughs> Splice it. So it it recorded to the bush uh, It recorded to the 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 memory card, and the memory card had to. I, I had to wipe the memory card, as, so we could record mm-hmm. the other thing. Well, the first thing we recorded, which was most of the show, mm-hmm. uh, got wiped. Uh, but I thought I had it up in in on the, my computer yeah. on on Adobe. Well, somewhere between Wednesday and me producing it Friday morning, my computer put some updates in and rebooted, Ooh. so that disappeared. And I'm sitting here Friday at, like, 1 in the morning going, I don't think there's going to be a nerd radio here. And then I remembered Nate, uh, who joined us last week yeah. uh, from Checkpoint XP, said that they have a backup card in the second thing. I'm like, well, I'm going to check. I'm going to see if the backup card's in here at 1 in the morning. And it was on the backup card, so that's why we had a show last week, long story short. Thank but goodness for the backup card. Yeah, no if, kidding. There, if there's any better example of how untogether we are <laughs> yeah. as opposed to how together they are, yeah, yeah, that is it.
1: Yeah, well, we – I mean, as – per usual, came in completely unprepared. Right, I, which I am today as well. I've got nothing. I just so you guys know. I'm oh, never- you've got something. I have <laughs>
3: something. I have something we can talk about. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, hey,
1: look at that. I do. He might already have it though. So oh, Okay. We'll yeah. See what he presents. And I know,
2: I know yeah. that you have something because you told me about it already. It's just that you don't remember you have something. <laughs> and that, once again, Albeck, everybody. So today we're taking a journey into Albeck's memory. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> it's a short trip. <laughs> it's a short trip. I walked <laughs> up the stairs like ten minutes ago, and that's where my memory ends. Yeah, you're like Living in a constant fugue state. See, I drive like in goldfish. <laughs> yeah.
2: I drive in in the morning thinking, man, what are we going to talk about? Al thinks of it as he's walking into the room. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> actually, I usually think of it when you and I are doing shift change. From yes. Midnight to morning. And then we talk about it. And then by the time nerd radio rolls around, I'm like, I don't remember. What the hell. <laughs> so.
2: So, yeah, we're uh, we're here um, and it is a week. When it comes to nerd stuff, like in the last twenty four hours, yeah, man. three news stories broke, and I think let's big start news story. Oh, okay. let's start with the big one. Sure, Spider Man, yep, no longer a part of the MCU. Yeah, mom and dad are fighting, and mom has decided to take custody of Spider Man back. And by mom, I mean Sony. Yeah, has decided, which that is so dumb. I guess uh, from what from what I was reading the it's some, fall somewhere between Kevin Feige who is kind of the the so that's how you say his name yes the guy behind the scenes that you know makes the big decisions about the whole Marvel movie uh, I thought thing it was Kevin Fidge Fidge yeah Kevin Figg. Um, he's uh, the 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 first story I read is that he has too much on his plate now with them getting X Men and Fantastic Four so they were he was not going to work on the Spider Man movies anymore and then the other thing I'd read which I think was on Deadline is that. Uh, Disney wanted a 50-50 split yeah. going forward. Which I think seems fair. Right. You know, they're already putting up uh, most of the
3: money, I believe, for the production, right. the, the movies, and right. Doing the casting, they're doing all the work. And Sony's just reaping the benefits of the of owning right. the instead of like the license a- or whatever to have the movie rights to Spider Man.
1: And I wonder what the ratio of money made by the two just forget about his appearances in, in the Avengers movies, just just the two Spider Man standalone movies. Right. I wonder what the ratio in money made with the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies versus the ones that Sony put out. Right. You're talking to you know, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire and, yeah. uh, and then Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Well, yeah, because
2: yeah. that's the thing, too. Like we, Sony did make uh, Venom, which I guess uh, Kevin Feige had a hand in as well, uh, kind okay. of behind the scenes secretly, which I didn't know about. Uh, and then they made um, the, the Spider-Verse movie.
3: He had a hand in it secretly
2: behind the scenes. <laughs> he had a hand behind the
1: scenes. See, I was, we were talking about this this morning, and I was wondering about the end of the Spider-Verse, the animated movie. Right. W- and Was I don't, that a Sony property? That was
2: strictly a Sony okay. property. but. They, you, you, I think we can all agree that as much as I love that movie, it would not have made the money it made and gotten the notoriety it had if we hadn't had Tom Holland and Marvel yeah, kind probably. of regenerate yeah. absolutely, yeah, 100%. what Spider-Man which is,
1: is, which is probably what Sony's banking on. Like now that Disney's gone and sort of reboot the character and made him cool again. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm in the minority. I don't mind the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield stuff. I like I like Andrew Garfield
2: as Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. And I I
2: thought Tobey Maguire was really good as uh, Peter Parker. Yeah.
1: I I thought they had their charms those movies. I don't necessarily think I mean most people hate them, especially the Tobey Maguire ones. I don't hate them. Um so I'm fine. I'm a, I I'm a, I'm a kind of a, I got a soft place for Spider. man I was fine
3: guys. until Tobey Maguire got all emo. <laughs> I <mean, they> <laughs> Spider Man. Into that one, yeah. I was like, what the hell are and you a, doing? Foreman's there He's doing for the some weird reason. Doing the dance. Yeah, like, what right. the heck is all the dancing? And which yeah. is which? You, is, you totally miscast Eddie Brock. Yep. Eddie Brock is like a little pip pipsqueak. Yeah. It's Foreman. Come on. Foreman He's, from that. I know. 70's show. Yeah. Right. yeah. Dumbass.
2: He's, dumb. <laughs> He's dumbass.
3: You know. It's Brock. Eddie Brock. He's dumbass. Dumbass.
2: Sometimes I feel like I'm dumbass. <laughs> well, I am dumbass. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're in good company.
2: Yeah, Dumas, exactly. Uh, it's Dumas. Dumas, yeah, yeah exactly. It's French. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm, it's going to crack me up when we get to the next Spider-Man movie when Tom Holland is still Spider-Man and when mm-hmm. the, the director, I can't, whose name escapes me at the moment, uh, is still directing the movie, but it's not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's going to crack me up how many people are like, well, I'm not going to see it. It's not, it doesn't count. So wow. I'm not going to bother. Even like It's probably still going to be really good. All the, uh, most of the people who worked on The Last Bunch. True. I yeah. would probably still go check it out.
1: I'll still go check it out. I'm not, you know.
2: Right. But I'm, you know there's going to be a segment of the fandom that's going to be so yeah ingrained. It's like, well, I'm not going to go.
1: But it, it will be very interesting to see the difference in money. When they when they finally do one, this all Sony, right? Because they are like like you were. I don't see. I already forgot which one of you said. it. Maybe James said that the, <laughs> they did all the legwork leg work and put all the Hello, money Gold into it. Fish Disney. Al. What's that?
3: Hello, Goldfish Al. <laughs> <laughs> Who
1: are you, people?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's nobody, owl really Al. He needs some brain flakes. Wow, that's really pretty rock.
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: Wow, that's really pretty rock. Yeah, we're in the studio with, <laughs> with wow, the windows and open too. And he's probably gonna this see is, well, a
1: squirrel. There's a bird. The studio we used to do this in has no windows at all. It's basically a storm a shelter. Yeah, yeah. and uh, now we've got windows, and there is actually a, a painting it's a of a beautiful
2: cat. painting of a cat <laughs> that the people on Twitch cannot see because yeah. our riff banner is in front of yeah. it. I feel a little bit bad
3: about that. Yeah, you're blocking the cat. I think I'd, that's Nate's cat. We're
2: blocking. You know Nate's what? Cat? That's, that's what Joe told me to put it there. So I, I was like, you sure you want to block the cat? So, yeah, the Spider-Man news is, is uh, a big deal. And then uh, I'm trying to, I should have set a stopwatch because I don't know how long we've been talking at this point. But um, the other news that I saw last night is that uh, the Matrix is coming back. They're I making a fourth that. Matrix. Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves are on board. And one of the Wachowskis is, uh, is working to write and direct it.
3: Which I find confusing because we talked about this a little bit this morning yeah. on the Dave and Chuck the Freak show. But um, if you've seen the Matrix movies, yeah,
0: how are they doing
3: this? Like, somehow somebody else is going to get in the Matrix or reprogram and take us in the past, or... Well, the way the... the it, spoilers for the Matrix.
2: Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the way it... The, Wait! I
3: the was going to
1: watch it this weekend!
2: The way it ended was that the machines and the, and the humans were actually going to try and work together again at the very end. So now you're going to be dealing with... I must have missed that part. You're going to be dealing with a society where, like, the Matrix probably still exists, and there's probably still people in the Matrix, but then there's people on the outside, too, and they're going to be trying to... You've got this... They've been at war for so many years so you're going to have the machines and the and the humans still the machines are tired they need a break they need peace. Right. Well, there's still going to be fight. It's a little bit like my Transformers comics. They sure. the last like 5 years or something like that they finally went with okay, the Autobots and Decepticons have been fighting for millions of years. What if somebody won? What if the war was over? How do how does everybody that survives deal with that? And that was for somebody that's been a Transformers fan for
1: 30 something well, years that was something I was interested in. I don't want to shock you, but I don't remember how the Matrix ended. <laughs> So you really did almost spoil it for me, but I don't care. Honestly, that news didn't affect me at all. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was blown away by the first Matrix movie. Yeah. And, uh, again, I can't remember who it was in the morning show, but somebody had mentioned, like, I remember, it might have been Andy, said, I remember the first movie. Like, I got great memories of it. But then I, I don't honestly. I know I watched the second and third one. I don't remember which order they go in. I don't remember a single thing about them. Right.
3: The only thing I remember from the second one is the battle on the freeway,
1: on the truck, on the truck. Yeah. Like
3: that's really the only thing that I remember from the second one. And there was
2: there was still some cool action sequences, and I'd say the the ending too with the architect is kind of fun. But the third one is is definitely where people are like, well, this isn't the movie I wanted to come and see. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, the
3: third one, I was like. This is a turd, man. This is right. a big turd in a big, expensive, fancy toilet bowl turd. Okay? <laughs> like, wow. Bad. A
1: fantasy toilet bowl. Yeah. You should I live upset. in my head.
2: I, I love that Keanu is coming back for Bill and Ted. Now he's coming back for The Matrix. Like I think a point-break sequel is on the way.
3: You got me. You got me in a point-break sequel. Yes. <laughs> or I'm maybe, all in. Let, maybe
2: they have different presidents' masks, though, like Bill Clinton
3: you know, you can get like a you Ross Pro mask. got to have a Trump, Trump, Trump mask at that point. Trump, yes, yeah. a
2: Trump mask. Exactly. And, you know, at, at, at this point, what other Keanu movies can we, uh, can, can we get? Let's do another Speed. I don't know if I want to speed, do another Speed. Speed 20 years later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Even Keanu Reeves was like, I don't know about that second about one. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and I think that was before he was actually enjoying some success.
2: Right. Before we take a break, too, I wanted to mention to you guys, are either of you guys big James Bond fans?
1: I am a James Bond fan. Yeah. Did, you, did you see
2: that the 25th James Bond movie is, is now uh, Daniel Craig's returning, and they've got a, a title for it?
1: Yeah, I did hear that there was a title. Yeah, it's you called-
3: on, you only die 17 times or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you got to run from death? It's no time. got run from- that, it's I, always I, death and something right. about avoiding it or meeting James it. James Bond.
1: This yeah. summer, you
2: gotta run from death, that's holding what, hands with death. That's why I wanted to bring it up because the title is really silly. It's called oh. "No Time to Die." Yeah, no time to die. <laughs> oh, no, it has got time to
1: die? James Nobody Bond. has time to die.
2: James Come Bond
1: on, is. it's no time to die. <laughs>
2: Say, say James Bond has no time to die.
1: James book. Bond has no time to die. It's, 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 you have a really good like, like it movie
3: is, trailer voice. It's fantastic. You need to venture down the, the, uh, the road of doing movie trailer. It would yeah. be
1: wonderful. Except I can't read, so <laughs> we'll have somebody it's feed, like feed we'll have somebody feed you. Somebody the lines. just feed, Yeah, like I just <laughs> yeah. said, just feed me yeah. lines. It like like those, just, yeah, like Chuck just did. Yeah. Right.
2: What else? I can't. I pff, yeah. It sounds like uh, it sounds like a Lucas Lee movie which is the the character that um, Chris Evans played in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> as as yeah. soon as I saw it, the first thing I said, Lucas Lee has
1: no time to die. Time to die. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, coming up on Nerd Radio, we have no idea because we are unprepared.
2: <laughs> no time to prep. No,
1: <laughs> no time to prep. Nerd Radio has no time to prep. Here to waste your time. Another segment of Nerd Radio coming up next. Follow us at Nerd Radio 101. It's actually hilarious. <laughs>
0: This is Nerd Radio. He's like a person and a
1: horse.
2: <laughs> okay, and we're back with some Nerd Radio after about what, like 15 minutes of nothing? Fifteen minutes on the of Twitch stream. Yeah. It's uh, Chuck being now back in James here with you in the Checkpoint XP studios again. Mm-hmm. I will never I don't think I will ever get over how fancy these studios are. Like those lights are super professional. I've got a yeah. GoPro just up staring dead into right now. They put our logo up behind James. It's. Fan- amazing. Yes. Oh hey, whoa. whoa DMX whoa, whoa, still DMX. shows like up. Fancy. but it's amazing. It's, yeah. it's great to me. Yeah. Speaking of DMX,
1: I will I'm glad that James is over there, the, the director of Twitch, because, because I, you, you couldn't handle I, that. No, oh, I don't think I can handle <laughs> it.: I mean, I will say it would be like the greatest like weight loss program for me because nothing like being on camera is like, oh my God, do you love some pizza? It's a problem. <laughs> How like, do you think no. I felt
3: when we started the peep show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm still now just starting to get into the mode where I put product in my hair so I don't look like some sort of weird mad scientist rolled in to do a morning radio program. At me? He huh? said mad scientist and oh. uh, out of my peripheral
2: vision, he pointed at me. What does my hair look like? I,
3: was, <laughs> I think, Chuck, you have fantastic hair. I
2: right? tried. I really did. I shaved. I was yeah. like, people are going to be staring at me tomorrow. I got to. And then oh, I-, I wore a hat. James wear a hat. Yeah, I always be, wear a hat. It might be it might be a full hat crew yeah, going forward.
1: Well, just a, just out of Twitch worry, Twitch viewers will quickly notice that I will be in a black T shirt every single week, <laughs>
3: every time. And speaking of which, let's well, mention if you want to watch the Nerd Radio podcast get recorded yep. Wednesday between usually between eleven and two, we'll be in the Checkpoint XP Studios. Yep. So you can tune in. Maybe go follow their channel so that mm-hmm. way you get notified when the show goes live. But you can actually tune in and watch this actually be recorded live yeah. on Twitch. You can go to the channel Twitch TV slash
1: Checkpoint XP. <laughs> slightly more exciting. Slightly, slightly. There's we, bonus features.
2: There a little bit, yeah. But you know, there you also you'll get to see when you listen to the podcast what makes the podcast and what doesn't, right. which is kind of fun.
1: So. <laughs> Do they archive their videos? Because I think so. Should not archive anything. Don't say
2: yeah, Don't archive this. For God's That's sakes. Well, they're going to send us the video so we can decide if
3: we can decide what or what, not. what to archive and what not to. All
1: right. Um,
2: yeah. So uh, I, I wanted to say, speaking of DMX, Sunday night I pull up my Twitter. Uh, just to, to post that, like, hey, I'm on the air at midnight kind of thing. And I see there's a hashtag, hashtag DMX challenge going on.
1: Oh, yeah, I know all about this. Do you I okay. know? I know nothing about it. So I'm like,
2: DMX challenge? What is going on here? Something like that. People are Urgh. taking.
1: It's lame. I think it's lame. Yeah, it's people a are taking challenge.
2: videos. There's a, there's a song he does called What These Bitches Want. And he just
3: names off <laughs> of these ladies. And people. And
1: <laughs> it's a list of ladies. It's,
3: it's literally DMX's version of the Mambo number five. Yeah. That's all the song <laughs> it is. Really it's is. DMX's Mambo number five. Samantha and Jessica and Maritha. Right. Mambo number
1: X.
2: Quinefa and
3: whoever and it
1: was else. Oh, right. And was,
2: it was just girls like, you know, doing the hair different and the makeup different and putting on a wig or something like that and being the different girls or something like that. And I'm like, that's it? That's a DMX? I was hoping there was one guy that said that he, when he opened the DMX challenge, he was hoping that it was somebody like was people just yelling, doing their best DMX impression. And he had a really yeah. good one. Like
3: my girlfriend yesterday night, she's like, you should probably do the DMX challenge. I'm like, what is What's- the DMX challenge? And she's like watch this and just holds up the phone with a video and it's just dmx rattling off all these female names and just a different picture and i was like that's what you want me to do i'm like you know you know i will run around with
1: my wiener out
3: in public <laughs> and you think i should just make a photo slideshow it's true to a dmx song right. Come on, lamest challenge i've ever heard
1: dude i mean you already lose me at internet challenge like it will i'll never know.
2: al didn't do the ice bucket challenge
3: i did do
1: that it's all the right. only one i've ever done because that and was fun
2: it's it cold, was, but it was, was in the middle of summer, like dumping somebody. And the
1: point of it was to, you know, raise money and or awareness for disease. And so, like, I got by and it was the first time I'd ever heard of an Internet challenge at that point. Right. So, yeah, I did that one. And then after well, that,
3: no, I Internet challenge cherry that day. It did. The bucket <laughs> ice cold water. It did.
1: And it didn't feel good.
2: See, I thought it was fine. Like I said, it was the middle of summer. I went out in the backyard and just boosh. It was really cold, but it it felt good.
1: Yeah, and I gave a speech. It gave me a chance to get up on a soapbox, which is what this podcast is now for. This (laughs) fills that void. It's true. For the internet. This is my internet challenge. Yeah. Go be an a-hole on the internet. Now with video. This podcast
3: is Al's cold water challenge or whatever. Ice bucket (laughs) challenge. Ice bucket challenge. My
1: cold water challenge. Ah, oh, cooling off the ladies since 1986. what people don't, the Albeck cold bucket challenge. What
2: people don't realize is that under the desk we each have our feet in bottle or in buckets of ice water. Is that what that is? Well, I do. Mm. It's helps, it helps helps keep me awake. I actually have
3: uh, warm milk in my. <laughs> That's that that is. warm what milk. Yep, Once again, they're,
2: they're, they're, we're going to get about two or three weeks got, out of this. Like, you're, ma- you're making the studio smell like warm milk. Yeah. We, can't, we can't have yeah. you doing
1: that, man. So there's just one reason or another. We're getting kicked out of here.
2: James, I know you're a huge Kevin Smith fan. Did you see over the weekend? Masters
1: of the universe.
3: Yeah. Yes. I've never <laughs> been more excited about He-Man, uh, except for when I saw that they did a crossover the comic, comic with yeah. Thundercats and Right. I didn't realize they only put out six issues of it, so now I've got to track
2: down one through four. Yeah, so I was going to say, six. I'm sure there's a, there's a trade of it, just like the Ninja Turtles crossovers. Oh, so uh, that'd be Batman even easier they
3: just find the trade. That'd be perfect to have yeah.
2: the trade. Yeah. Were you a He-Man fan originally?
3: or is it? You do- know what? Not really. No. Like, I had a couple of the action figures, but I was, in that time, the cartoons I was watching was always I the know real Ghostbusters.
2: I, I'm looking at you, and I'm not looking at uh, Al, because I know He-Man is way, well before your time.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, well he's still I on MASH. Yeah, so on that. Yeah, that's so funny. Before my time, it's my before your
2: time. But you like you like you know like movies and TV shows from like the decade earlier,
1: right? And, and much earlier, like right. all the Marx Brothers. So yes. you want to talk? They're bringing back something from the 1930s.
2: How would you you, you remember they did that? They they did that Three Stooges movie, the, the, with yeah. Like new yeah. actors and stuff like that. How would you feel if they did like if they recast a whole bunch of people as the Marx Brothers?
1: It would be interesting to see.
2: Yeah, you would be interested. You wouldn't just be like,
1: "This is going to." suck. Well, I would watch it. Yeah, I don't know if it would be any good or not, but yeah, no, I mean, I would. Like, are you talking about remaking a Marx Brothers movie or doing like doing like? Let's do
2: a new Marx Brothers movie with new characters, uh, done up in makeup to look okay, like so Chico. Not, it's and, not a and,
1: biopic. It is. This is like uh, a day at the races with new actors.
2: Sure
3: yeah like, well no because I've I'm, I'm never seen a movie none of us have probably ever seen
2: no I'm, I'm, th- I'm not even thinking like let's take an old Marx Brothers movie and make it now with new actors I'm thinking like what if we just wrote a new Marx Brothers movie and then got a bunch of new actors to be the Marx Brothers who would you cast as the Marx Brothers
3: who would be Groucho oh I just cut to an empty <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's no, the DMX chair nobody
2: swore so
3: he's not you there you know what yet.
1: though that's a perfect cut because you <laughs> cut to what was going on in my brain just emptiness <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I
3: think that'd be perfect, so when Al's just kind of speechless, I'm yeah. just going to cut. To nothing. <laughs> to nothing, yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a lot go. of that. There's Al's brain right yeah. there.
1: No, you ask me You ask me a direct question, just cut to the empty chair. The empty because chair. Because I got nothing. No, I have always been so bad at the, who would, who you, would cast you cast this role? I, I'm so bad at it. Like, we tried doing that on the morning show for, I think it was when... Was it before Robert Pattinson was yeah. announced as the new Batman? And they were asked. Asking- Batman
3: stuff. They wanted to know. Oh, I just wait. Right. We'll be
1: right back. Whoops. Okay. <laughs> we're still here, Twitch. <laughs> what a disaster. Oh, man. We're having oh, a good time, man. Yeah. Well, we promise the podcast isn't going anywhere. This may be our only <laughs> time on Twitch. But boy, oh, boy,
3: did we have a good time.
1: <laughs> right. Um,
3: but yeah, back to what you were saying. We were trying to figure out who yeah, would and, be cast as Batman. Because we all hated Robert Pattinson being cast. Those little right.
1: shows kicking around ideas. Everyone's got somebody. And then they're like, you know, Al will know. And then they put me on <laughs> the air. Nothing. Who would you cast as? I don't know. They're like, Well, thanks for nothing. And they just Shut <laughs> <in> my mic off. <laughs> Go down there and count something.
2: <sighs> That's great. Um, so well. no, what we, you know what it all comes back to is Masters of the Universe is uh, you know Shira oh, that's right Shira has been uh, has got its second season on Netflix. It's been a huge success has for it. Netflix. Yeah,
3: I, I, they, I cut out Netflix because I was I felt like I was getting overcharged.
2: As a kid, I, I don't know if I've told you guys the story before, but I know that I've told the story on the uh, on the show. Uh, I wasn't allowed to watch Masters of the Universe. You're kidding me. My parents were going through a very religious phase when Masters of the Universe was a thing. Um and uh, there were wizards and warlock and Skeletor oh, stuff. So okay. I was not allowed. If I, I had a friend that had all the Masters of the Universe stuff, of and course, I would yeah. I'd go over his house and you know play with the figures because they were cool. No, uh, Mom,
3: I don't like He Man. He's a he's a heretic.
2: Right, exactly. But no, then I you know he had Castle Gray Skull and the 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 uh, he had a couple of these things. There was this like skeleton of a dragon that you would put the figures in. That, really? Yeah, that it was like it was just essentially a figure hole. Like you know, Star Wars had the Chewbacca's okay, bandolier, yeah, and you could yeah. stick the figures in it. But then it was kind of a cool thing too. Yeah, it was this like weird skeleton. It had the head, and then the spine, and then the rib cage would like go out, and then you could put them by the waist inside the skeleton. No thing. wonder
3: your parents didn't watch you playing with these toys because that sounds scary.
2: It, well, He Man was kind of scary, man. But yeah, Are I you wasn't beast watched.
3: Man, one of his enemies was Beast Man, right?
2: Uh, yeah, there was Beast Man. He was orange, he was like a ginger beast. There was remember there was Skunkor. Is there was a figure that was the, that had like it just smelled bad. Who was the little wizard guy? Uh, Orco. Orco. Okay. It's funny that I remember all these things.
1: It all sound like exterminator it companies, does,
2: especially Orco.
1: I never saw any of that. No, I mean, that was not a part of my childhood at all. But I did go through a very similar thing with, with the with the where your parents thing, wouldn't yeah. let
2: you. Uh, what what did they exclude from you? Oh, what just you?
1: anything that was. Magical, or, yeah, you know, like yeah. Was, we, we had to excuse ourselves from the elementary school plays because and now uh, he evil. loves Mash. And that's why <laughs> yeah, no I'm wizards. Out.
3: But hey, Vietnam War, you're good. Yeah, Korea. They didn't uh, Korea.
1: <laughs> Whatever. I don't know.
3: <laughs>
2: North Korea is a magical place.
1: Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, but uh, <laughs> so
2: so they didn't exclude you from Harry Potter. You were grown up, up enough by the time. The funny thing
1: too is because my mother is now. I mean, we're talking. She's changed a lot from my. I mean, even throughout my childhood, she, was, oh, yeah. you know, um, but uh, she got really into Harry Potter. Yeah. And we were sitting around the table one day and we were talking about because I also like Harry Potter. So we were talking a little bit about it and we just kind of stopped and said, like, yeah, you're a big pothead, right? <laughs> it's right. I'm a big pothead. I was like, <laughs> I'm a 12 year old child. Um, I was like, you know, mom, when we were kids, she's like, I know. I'm like, if Harry Potter, I know. she yeah. knew, There was no way she would have allowed us or read it herself. But, you know, she's aware. Well, uh, We also weren't allowed to watch Ninja Turtles, which is why I have... What? what? No but Ninja Ge- Turtles? This one, was that was a little bit different, though. And I still, to this day, I... I, Kawabunga, I, dude. I know. I, we I watched a couple episodes because we would sneak it, but my brother and I were not allowed because we hit each other.
4: Yeah, I, thought, that, I so thought that's where this was that going. That was
1: where it was going, but I'm sitting there going like, well, we still beat the crap out of each other. The only difference was we weren't calling each other by Renaissance-era painters' names. Like, yeah. He- You're doing a, a disservice. For our education. Mom's like, no Teenage
3: Mutant Ninja Turtles. But hey, WWE, all good. <laughs> right. That's what I was going to say. Like, typically yeah. wrestling is the
2: thing that goes. I did for, for kids because yeah, like, wow. no, I don't want you to pile driving your brother. <laughs> the,
1: for just- James are laughing at the same thing. <laughs>
3: Write that note to- down. <laughs> I, don't,
2: I don't want you to give your brother a power bomb onto the bed and he comes bouncing off and breaks a window or something like that. Yeah, I know it sounded dirty. I get it.
1: <laughs> I'm just writing on the note. I don't. Drive I don't want brother. you pile driving your brother.
3: <laughs> don't you dare pile drive your brother. I saw that on Burning Angels website.
2: <laughs>
3: well, speaking, uh,
1: of, let me spin the timer back around. For all right, there you go. there's some business.
2: Speaking of Harry Potter, I saw this on uh, ComicBookResources.com over the weekend. I knew I had to bring it up because recently somebody, an auction site, sold the collection of the Harry Potter books, all hardcover, all first edition, the first four signed by J.K. Rowling give me a guess.
1: Oh, I don't even have a guess. Is it like the two original like
2: 2 million? You're a little low. A little low. 2 million? How oh, many books? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I there's too many zeros in here. You are high. You are high I'm at 2 high. At 2 million. Well, that's par from And we are going me. <laughs>
1: yeah, James is too high. Right. Uh British pounds are going with this.
2: Uh, no, I think this is an American. If, if it's not, then the news story actually translated it into American dollars.
1: Al
3: wants the money trans- translation. I was or just
1: curious because right. uh, my question, well, we couldn't do this first. I don't know. So I'll just, I'll just I'll hit him with $1. I'm going to price us right. $1? You get $1? <laughs> <laughs> I win automatically. <laughs> yeah, you are closer at $1. Without going over. Right.
2: Uh, 26250 $26,250 seven hardcover books, four of which signed by J.K. Rowling. So they traded in for a Chevy Cruze. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <There laughs> not a go. bad trade.
3: A couple right. of books.
2: No, Probably a lot trade. of work that's, to get
3: them signed. Funny. But you get a Chevy
2: Cruze out of the deal, I'm in.
1: Yeah. So uh, I wonder if it was the original UK version, though. Because like, I think the... That's
2: a good question. No, this, it says first American edition printings. Okay. of uh, of.
1: That's uh, why I was asking about British pounds, because I feel like that would actually be more valuable. Because I think the Sorcerer's Stone was originally the Philosopher's Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the
2: first four, once again, signed by J.K. Rowling, the American edition printings of okay. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> what do you think? Basketball. Us in America can't be a philosopher? What's the deal <laughs> with that? That's a big word, man.
3: I don't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know if I'm using it
1: correctly. Um, but yeah, no, I believe I'm not even 100. percent But there's very subtle differences, I think. Yeah, you know, because she's British. J.K. Rowling. What? <laughs> what? Anyway,
3: even I know that. And, uh, you know, you know, I quit. This is also my last. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like whoever Longbottom was. Whatever. <laughs> right, exactly. Eddie, Edward Pattison's character. Willie, Willie <laughs> Wetbottom, whatever his name was. So, I like Willie Wetbottom.
2: Al's uh, uh, portion of the show. Never like, Longbottom. He's going to be diminished. Uh, he's only going to come in when we have Harry Potter news. So... All right, let's take a break, and uh, we'll come back with a little bit more Nerd Radio. You and you on Twitch, you're going to stick with us. But uh, if you're listening to the podcast, we hope we're going to be back in just a minute. As always, I encourage you guys to rate and review us on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're getting our podcast, and you know, hit us up on social media at Nerd Radio One Hundred and One. This is Nerd Radio. It's cool. I'm taking it back. What are you nuts? I'm taking it back. You watch. Welcome back to Nerd Radio on the podcast page at WRAF.com and, of course, on your social media at Nerd Radio 101. My name is Chuck Bean, and I have the pleasure right now of being on the phone with professional wrestler Leah Vaughn, who is uh, going to be at the Shine 60 event, which is happening here in uh, in Livonia, Michigan, not in Detroit, but in Livonia this weekend. Leah, how are you this afternoon?
0: I'm good. How are you?
2: I'm great. It's, uh, it's great to talk to you. It's great. It's always fascinating to me to talk to, uh, at any wrestler but uh, especially the wrestlers who aren't you know in that in that upper echelon quite yet of the the <laughs> WWE or or even these days the AEW and that's one of the reasons I was very uh interested in talking to you is because the wrestling landscape is so much different in 2019 than it was you know even a couple of years ago um how 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 does it look from the inside to you
0: Yeah so in in 2017 I ended up taking a break just to have a baby and it seemed like right when i took that break all of a sudden the landscape was changing like crazy there are so many more opportunities uh, for independent wrestlers Uh, whereas before when i started in 2011 there was not really besides wwe you couldn't really make a living wrestling but now on the independence there's so many people able to make a living and wrestle exclusively which is awesome to see it's uh it's a great change, I think, to have more of a product that you can choose from as well.
2: Yeah, a lot more opportunities for the wrestlers as well as the fans. Now you're going to be here with uh, Shine Wrestling. Tell our listeners who are you know only know of like you know the WWE and maybe the Impact Wrestling product. What what is Shine Wrestling?
0: So Shine Wrestling is an all female promotion, and it it was based out of Florida. And now they sort of have expanded to Michigan, and they have some shows in New York as well. Um, so it's pretty much been my home. They are the ones who really took a chance on me when no, no one else would. So for it to be in Michigan, in Livonia, um, and my home promotion, it's really awesome because it's close to home. Um, I've wrestled all over Michigan And to have those two things together, that's that's pretty awesome. So Shine is definitely, uh, it's very interactive. It's not like watching it on TV at all. You really should come out and enjoy a live show.
2: Absolutely, and this is happening this Saturday at the uh, Knights of uh, is it the Mohegan Knights of Columbus Hall? Uh, Yes, out in Livonia, Michigan. You can actually go to uh, www.nlive.com dot com and uh, check out the event information there. It looks like tickets going from twenty to forty bucks. Real, uh, you can get good seats
0: (laughs) for, for, you know, you'll be up and close. You might even get spat on who knows.
2: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You never know. Independent, (laughs) independent wrestling is always a fantastic thing. I enjoy going to the independent wrestling shows more than going to like the, the big WWE shows because you're so close and because it's fascinating to see, uh, how much the wrestlers, especially in the independent scene, you guys have to improvise not only the way you're wrestling in the ring, but sometimes somebody, you can hear everybody talking. So somebody <laughs> will shout something and some of the best uh, moments will come from somebody in the ring who's just real fast, real clever.
0: Oh yeah. I definitely get shouted at all the time. When you're when you're the guy, you hear, <laughs> you hear everything. And some things you do not want to hear, but I'm sure. Um, yeah. You get that, that interaction, right? So a fan might heckle you. You can heckle them back. Um, you might be face to face with the wrestler. You never know. So right. It's, it's a lot of fun. You're not going to see that at, at a WWE show. They're not going to be, you know, heckling you back. But if you go to an independent show, it's very possible.
2: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, a hundred percent. Now, there's a lot of uh, talent on this roster. That if you are a fan of wrestling, there are girls here that you have seen. I, I noticed uh, both Brandy Lauren and uh, Shotzi Blackheart are going to be there, and they just had a barn burner at uh, the last AEW event. Uh, you guys also have Allison Kay and Mercedes Martinez both in the uh, um, in the main event, and both of them have worked in Impact Wrestling and were part of the May Young Classic these last couple of years do is there is there tears even in shine where like girls who have tasted uh you know the the bigger the larger promotions and then come back or does everybody get along
0: oh no i think everybody gets along um we have a pretty great group of girls especially at shine very supportive of of one another you know you want to see those people succeed because you you were on the independent scene with them so when when one of your own succeeds and makes it to the next level, there's no, you know, hard feelings or anything. We want to see that. That's everybody's goal. Sure, you'll get the odd ones who are jealous, but I feel like we're, we're a pretty solid bunch of, of women.
2: Right, and I'm sure there's a professional jealousy, but it, it, it shines well, pardon the pun, on you guys when you work with somebody who makes it up to, say, NXT or to the AEW because you have worked with them. You, you both have grown together. So if they're that good, that means you've got to be close, if not exactly as good.
0: Yeah, exactly. And um it's just, you know, seeing those girls make it, it makes it more of a reality for me as well. You know, if I see um like Cherry Bomb, she went to AEW, she was my trainer, so for when I very, very first started. So seeing her make it there yeah she trained me maybe one day i'll be there and we can have her match again you know right heck so it's yeah just, it's very uh, it's motivating almost too, to to see that
2: so this saturday you're going to be uh, you're going to be fighting lindsay snow and i looked her up i i, saw, I found a picture <laughs> that's a scary looking lady man what are you going to do she's got well, some guns I, on her she's covered in tattoos
0: yeah but she's like 5 foot 2 so okay. you know i'm not super scared of her. Yeah, she looks a little intimidating, but she hasn't met me. I, I'm not afraid to take shortcuts if I need to. Ah, I need to right. pull her hair, give her a fish tuck, whatever, I'll do it.
2: Excellent. Excellent. So you said you had to take a a, a short break to, to have your, is it your first child? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, when did you start? Tell us a little bit about your, your career and your beginnings.
0: So I started in 2011 and I was sort of, I was training, but only like here and there because it's quite far from my my house. And then there was an essay contest where Hall of Famer Edge was the judge and you had to write an essay about why you love wrestling. So I did that. I submitted my essay. The top 10 people uh, got to meet with him. And then he interviewed us and he picked the winner and he chose me as the winner. So I ended up getting free training um, through squared circle in Toronto because of edge. And then I guess you can say the rest is history from there.
2: That's excellent. Do you remember, like, did he happen to say like, this is what put you over the edge. This is, this is what, well, once again, to pardon the pun, uh, but th- this is the thing. This is, this is what he liked. Uh,
0: well, I think it was, he, he didn't say exactly why, but I was the only one that ended up going there. Like I was, out. I was dressed up. Um, everybody, you have to say why you like wrestling. And everybody was giving like a sob story and super quiet. And then when it came to me, I had already been training. I had already had shows. And I was super loud. It wasn't like a sob story. And so I you, made them laugh. So I think that helped out too.
2: So you essentially came in and just cut a promo.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Nice. Nice. <laughs> so, um, Tell me just a couple more questions before we uh, let you go here. I've heard people on the internet talk about like they're they're wrestling uh, Mount Rushmore, if you will. So I'm curious, uh, who are some of the people that you are a fan of? Like if you were going to have a wrestling Mount Rushmore, not the wrestlers that are the best, but the ones that are most influential to you, who would you say?
0: I would say Trish Stratus for sure, uh, Lita, and probably Beth Phoenix as well. So those would be definitely my top three if I could have a match again.
3: That's good but, company. Or not
0: again if I could have a match with them. Right. Uh, those would be the the top three.
2: That's 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 excellent company right there. Um, <laughs> as I was saying when we started, the wrestling landscape has definitely changed. As you know, even even a couple of years ago, the top of the mountain, of course, and and. To, a, to an argument, still is the WWE, but now there are a lot of options to make a living doing wrestling. What would you say at this point in your career, what is your end goal? Like, where do you want to end up? Is it still, you know, let's let's make it to Monday Night Raw or Tuesday Smackdown? Or do you, do you have other things that you look at nowadays that you think, that seems more appealing? Uh,
0: I really enjoy the AEW products, so they are definitely up there, but I think it's every wrestler's dream to make it to the WWE. So that, I think that's always going to be my end goal. Um, I, I grew up watching them and that's just, you know, that's how it is. And that's where I want to be.
2: For sure. We're looking forward to seeing you in, uh, Livonia, Michigan at the Mohegan Knights of Columbus hall this Saturday for shine 60. Like I said, you can go to WWN to check out tickets. I believe you guys are also going to be streaming and on demand
0: Yes, yeah, on iPay-per-view. So WWN Live will have all of that information as
2: well. Excellent. So yeah, if you're not in the uh, in the Motor City area, but you still want to catch this, you can on WWN Live. Leah, congratulations on uh, coming back to the ring. We're looking forward to thank seeing you. you this Saturday. Best of luck against Lindsay. Like I said, she looks scary. <laughs> but you I'm said, scarier. All right, we'll have to we'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to uh, see this Saturday. Thank you, Leah. Thank you very much.
0: Okay. Thank you. We're back with more Nerd
1: Radio. Roger me, welcome me, anything. Hello, hello, Earth.
0: And
2: now, back to the nerds. All right, we're back with uh, a little bit more Nerd Radio for you on the podcast page, WRAF.com. On Boston... uh,
1: Rock92.9 to rocks.com.
2: Thank you very much. And, James, we're on the Twitch stream on Wednesdays? Yes, twitch.tv
3: slash checkpointxp. I
2: like that uh, you guys... uh, I like that I can point to you guys and you have jobs now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, feels yeah. weird. I'm like, oh no,
3: I know. What if I get my line? You know we got, <laughs> my line. What's we got my Joe. Joe's sitting in here. I'm like, what if I botch up the the website yeah, the right.
2: address for the channel that he works on? Well, I, I'm fairly <laughs> certain. I've seen I've seen Nate in the chat already, and Joe is joining us yeah, from yeah. Checkpoint XP. So I'm I, fairly certain they've been watching ever since we hit their Twitch stream just to we see have. what we're what they're. <laughs> yeah, for. they're
1: very concerned. Yeah, they're like very just, concerned. Just, you know,
2: and gotta, Nate's gotta, like, "Where's
1: my cat?" <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, you know, we're just gonna see what we're getting ourselves into. It's fine. exactly. Yeah. exactly. Oh, you guys done a great job, honestly. Well, so. we
2: appreciate that you guys are letting us drive Mom <laughs> and Dad's Ferrari, as we, as we like to like to put
3: it.
1: As uh, soon as we leave, they're like, we gotta have a meeting about these doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. we're gonna come up here next week, and the door's gonna be locked. All right, guys, ready? How can we ah. gently
2: put to them that they are no longer welcome?
4: Well, Uh, man, you know how nice it is to have content on this channel that we don't have to plan, edit, and perform? (laughs) We we don't plan any of this. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Hey, whatever. We don't plan half the stuff we do. It's cool. Only Chuck edits. (laughs) You you know what?
2: That's how Nerd Radio came into being, anyways. It was content that uh, the the person involved did not have to plan, edit, or perform. There you go. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Go ahead. So uh, that's how I've gotten five years of nerd radio out of uh, out of doing it. I can't believe you've been doing it for five years. (laughs) It's got to be at least five years. I was just thinking because National Radio Day was yesterday, so we're you know everybody's posting on social media and stuff like that, and I always have to go back. I went to Specs in 2011, so my internship was the summer of 2011. Mm-hmm. So I've yeah I've been here about eight years. I've been on on the air. I think yeah. Nerd Radio was literally about five years ago. It's crazy
4: how many people in this building went to Specs. By the way, because oh, uh, yeah. like if you mention it, like I'm like oh yeah, I was in Specs 2014. You're like hear, like like three people like pop out of marketing like oh yeah, I was there. Oh yeah, yeah I think
3: I hear you you're reading spots for Specs. I think uh, I did read spot for Specs yeah, just the other I mean, day. Yeah, uh,
1: in the morning. 2006 over
3: here. Yeah, there you go. 2014. There you go. <laughs> so I'm the odd man out. Yeah, you went Wayne to State college. University, man, Wayne State University, I got a degree in how to use a video you, camera. Yeah, oh, you, yeah you, I,
4: <laughs> I dropped out of college before I went to specs, so, I mean, does that count? I went, yeah, no, same here. Yeah. No. Oh man, my parents were thrilled after seven years at U of M, where I was like, <laughs> oh, you know what, no. I know I'm only like 10 credits away from graduating, but eh.
1: Yeah, you know what else doesn't, doesn't drop out is the debt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not. No, it doesn't, I'm it still remembering that to this day. day. Yeah. Yep, yeah, I'll be around a little bit. Yeah, well. <laughs> You uh, you almost completed college. You did, and you, we just went to talk in school.
2: Yep, talking school. <laughs> talking school. <laughs> I wonder if Specs Power to let us call it talking school.
1: I don't know. I do.
4: <laughs> See, I didn't even go for radio. I w- I tried to go for radio. I wanted to do the broadcast program, and literally the the person there was like, "Why." <laughs> <laughs>
2: They do. There's a guy at Specs Howard that lets you know. It's like, there's no money in radio.
4: (laughs) So they got me put in the the digital media arts program, and I've come to find out later that I was the one who got it over being enough people in the class to to do it. So I'm like, okay, so you didn't actually have a problem with the broadcast media program. You just needed to get the digital media arts program running. Ah. Got it. I'll I'll be honest. Whenever
1: whenever somebody tells me that they want to get into radio, it ends up being like the scene from Billy Madison with the fat kid. I can't wait to go to high school. He grabs (laughs) him. I'm like, stay here. Stay as long safe. as you can. <laughs> yeah. Squeezing those chubby it's like, cheeks. Right. It's like, what are you thinking now?
2: Well, speaking about debt, uh, let's talk about... Speaking some, of debt. Let's talk about some Welcome debt. Welcome to radio. Welcome to radio. Uh, I told you guys right after um, San Diego Comic-Con uh, that they um, Hasbro uh, is wanting to release a Unicron, the giant planet from, mm, uh, yeah. from uh, Transformers that yes. transforms into a giant, like, two-foot dude. Uh, they're doing it as part of their HazLab program where you have to, it's like a Kickstarter. Enough people have to contribute enough money, and then they will make this thing. How many well, dollars did you kickstart
3: them? I, nothing,
2: <laughs> because this two-foot dude is about $575. Oh, my gosh. Way out of my price range. Way out. Looks amazing. I'll never own one. Um, But they needed uh, 8,000 backers, and they are 10 days away, and they have uh, 2,800. I don't think Unicron's getting made. No, I
4: don't think so. I mean, listen, man. A two foot Unicron. When I was a kid, I had the little like six inch Dinobot, and I couldn't transform that thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Who on earth is going to be able to do the two foot Unicron? Yeah,
2: no, you you definitely a you definitely hit a, kind of a point of diminishing returns with Transformers, where like when they made the movie and they made all the movie guys that had to look exactly like they did in the movie, and then also like exactly like the car that they're supposed to be. Like those things took a half an hour to figure out, and that's coming from somebody who has a lot of these stupid things.
1: That's a goddamn Rubik's
2: cube. Yeah. No, it's essentially—it's that's the joy of the toy.
3: That's really what a transformer is. It's a it's Rubik's cube bed
2: that can like
1: it's save a, the day.
3: It's a three—it's <laughs> a three D you know? puzzle. It's
1: like the worst hero ever.
2: <laughs> Wasn't there a Rubik's cube cartoon back in the nineties?
4: I hope not. I swear there was. I grew up watching cartoons in the nineties, and I saw a lot of or hot no, garbage, but no, I don't I'm, remember that.
2: No, this was this was an eighties thing. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm googling this Rubik's cube cartoon. It on the Google machine. Cartoon. What is that buzzing? I don't know. I buzzing? hear it too. I
3: thought it was just my headphones. No, I turned mine down because it was so loud. I hope I didn't break something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my hands
1: down.
2: I got nothing.
3: Yes, Rubik the amazing cube. I unplugged cartoon. those because I assumed there were somebodies that didn't want to get my ear sweat on them. Yeah,
1: I know. I did the same thing over here. All right, hold on.
3: Here you go. The buzzing has gone away.
1: It's, it's lighter. This
2: is a low res video of Rubik the amazing cube.
4: <laughs> oh, I kind of thought you were kidding. Nope
3: wonder how many copyright violations were. Right he's, got a, I, yeah.
2: he's got a little face. You have to finish the cube, and then he comes alive.
3: Oh, my God. Now he's... A, he just, said he poops on you, and you shoot up in the air?
2: <laughs> he said, my name is Rubik. There you go. I knew I remembered that properly. I'm not going to lie. I would probably watch that. At least once. I'm in the right state of mind to get my drift. <laughs> At least once. <laughs> yeah. Just to check it out. Yeah. Man, what a what a rabbit hole you uh gone down with Rubik. You made the cube. Yeah, so... <laughs> Long story long story short, uh you, I don't think anybody's gonna be getting a unicron at those prices. Mm. I mean,
4: at what price would you be willing to get a unicron?
2: Well, okay, they uh, over the last I don't know like four or five years, they'll release a big guy every year for right. about hundred and fifty dollars. Like they've got Devastator, the big the construction vehicles that yeah. turn into a big dude. They've got the the Autobot City and the Decepticon City, Metropex and and uh and Tripticon and they release at about a hundred and fifty bucks. Uh however I know especially I know, you
3: guys know a lot of Transformers characters. I know Optimus Prime <laughs> and Bumblebee. You guys like all these
2: are all oh Idiocron
3: and right. Supercron and Microcron and We Empedicron. get it. You
4: watch the Michael Bay movies, we
3: get it.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, Exactly. But uh Tryptocons actually there's that uh Ollie's that like discount yeah, yeah, retail or something yeah. like that. It's like a five below. You can get Tryptocons at Ollie's for about fifty bucks. Like they made too many of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's you know, it's a thing. It's toys are expensive as hell now. Listen, I've I've bought some
4: stupid crap over the years for more money than I probably should have spent on it. Like I had one for, like a for long time ago, like the Lego Millennium Falcon. Oh yeah, that thing was expensive as hell. Yeah, did I was get, like,
3: did you put it all together?
4: Oh, of course I did. How long did it take? uh a summer yeah <laughs> oh man <For> sure <laughs> like it was a, it was How like I spent my summer vacation yeah yep. it was like every rainy day over the summer it was like okay time to work on the millennium falcon like that was that was growing up in the 90s basically
2: yeah cuz that book is like this thick it's just ridiculous oh it's horrific yeah <laughs>
1: i like the, the idea of car. doing one of those big lego projects but i know i would never see it through so right
4: yeah you yeah you fall in love with the concept of it not so yeah. much actually yeah like i walk by it, it
1: and go like, oh, well, that's a reasonable price, which <laughs> yeah. it's not. Yeah. But I know, I know. It's the same thing that kept me from buying a uniform at the Star Trek convention. Right? I really want a uniform, but I'm like, I would never wear this, not even to a convention. Well,
2: and that's like the Michigan Comic Con was over the weekend. And yeah. there was, there, there's always stuff you see at a convention. There's convention prices and there's actual price. and There's stuff you see as like, eh, I don't know. Because yeah. sometimes it's a better deal. Like I did see some Transformers there that at the moment are out of my price range, but are on my want list that I was like oh, man, it's only 100 instead of $150, but right. I can't afford that today. A savings of $50.
1: Right. right. That's why I bought my big D. It was a better That's price. That's true. Yeah, for sure. Cheap D.
3: You got the big D at a bargain price, right? Huh? Bar- bargain bargain <laughs> price, big D.
1: That's right. That's how you got to get them, you I got to bargain that D. Speaking of Star Trek,
2: you were telling me that you went to the Henry Ford. I did. I checked yeah. out that, uh, the, the Star Trek thing that they've got going on there.
1: Yeah, they got the uh, the exhibit there at the, the Henry Ford here. And uh, it's only got like another week left, unfortunately. But that's the thing. I was running out of time. It was there all summer. Right. And I went. And it was cool. I mean, there was a lot of uniforms on display. They had, you know, like a miniature bridge. For the original series, they had a section of Jeffrey's tube that you could <laughs> crawl through if you wanted to. That's cool. Uh, the but they also YouTube Jeffrey's tube. Jeffrey's tube, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's basically their just duct system that they crawl <laughs> through on the ship. But um, they also had like filming models. So like they had the biggest D there, and it was pretty cool. And it's so funny when you when you look Incorrect.
3: at the biggest D's in my pants.
1: <laughs> James, <Bat> everybody down. <laughs> Please tell me you cut to yourself. Absolutely, I cut to myself.
2: <laughs>
3: he thought of the joke. He knew what the cut would needed to That's be. That's why the delay before pants. the joke was. That's why I was like, incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Let me time this out to make sure the camera's on me. Yeah, okay, looking good. The big D's in my pants,
1: Al. <laughs> Joe, are you feeling any regrets yet about this whole Twitch situation?
4: you you got to understand the history that I come from with performing on Twitch. This is far from like the like we had a bit that we did we ended up like with me like tearing like wax strips off my thighs. Ooh. yeah, that that's a bit we did on air at one point. Yeah. This is this is nothing new. All right, well, <laughs> I'm going to talk to my friend Chris sometime. Who literally, if we told him you, we want you to come back, but you're not allowed to make dick jokes anymore. Like, he would literally just flip us off and walk away. Yeah, he's got no. nothing. No. Okay, well, I can't perform <laughs> that.
1: I can't. Well, that's unfortunate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no dick jokes can't perform. Yeah. Can't perform without your D. But
2: <laughs> Henry Ford Museum. Henry Ford.
3: Star Trek.
1: <laughs> the classy and wonderful Henry right. Ford. Uh, but no, like the what was really cool about the filming models was when you're kind of standing there looking at it, you know, it looks like. It's just like really, I don't know. It's, a, it's somehow lacking. I mean, it's like the, it's <laughs> the size is wonderful. It's a nice big D, but like just the way I like just the way it's painted and everything else is like you're like I don't know. But then I look back at the pictures I took of it, and it looks like you would expect yes. from TV. So it's just kind of funny how I'm mean, like they. They obviously know they've got a lot of experience how to, you know, how it. Will show up on camera differently than standing in front of it, right? But the, they had a, a, a Borg cube filming model. Oh, neat! Uh, from First Contact, which was really cool because that was super detailed, uh like all the little grooves and stuff in it. No, it was it was a cool exhibit. It, What's a Borg look like? A Borg. Those are the the like half human, half they got all the the cyborg people, the cyborg yeah. people. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So. Um,
2: And then you uh, you posted a picture of they have a a original Game Boy, you
1: know? Yeah, I know. I did. uh, I like I was kind of saying about the the convention in Vegas. If you're only a casual fan of Star Trek, it might not be worth your time. You know, I think Chuck, you are just just enough, just enough that you probably would enjoy the convention. But even that, it's like I don't know. You got to fly out there and get a hotel and all that stuff. I I don't know. Uh, but at least this, you've got the rest of the Henry Ford. You can go walk through and look at, you know, giant steam engine trains or whatever yeah. else. And they had like a through the decades. You could walk through the decades, and it, which was really cool to go through there. But then you get to like the 80s, the 90s. And I looked at a Game Boy. Oh, I don't like that. I know. I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, a Game Boy is a museum piece. Yeah, I don't yeah.
4: like any, anything that I used as a child being in a museum now. Yeah. I don't I don't like Son that. Of a bitch! <laughs> Does the, does the Henry Ford weird you out at all? Like when you like go through, and you are like, oh, and this is the, the chair that Lincoln was assassinated, and you are like, why can I still see the blood stain? <laughs> it, the theater didn't think to clean that. Right. <laughs> it's historical. I, I guess. I am just saying that you could have cleaned it and then like drawn the stain back in with wine,
2: and I don't
3: yeah, think anyone would complain. Because like back maybe then, they, maybe really they like, did. The president died in this chair. This is going to be like a national like relic. We should just leave it intact, Not, right. not clean it. Because I feel like back then they're still all about profit. This is an open seat in the theater. We still got to sell tickets. Right. We, in the yeah, exactly. Someone's going to want to sell
2: tickets. We can, we can double the ticket price. And sit in the chair that Lincoln died <laughs> in. Dude,
1: you I know Hamilton's here next week.
4: <laughs> Dude, I, I'd have been an awful employee back then because that would have just been like, oh, God, the president. I'm going to have to clean that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that makes me a bad employee. Somebody uh, killed
2: uh, the president again. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'd be oh. a great employee and a terrible American.
2: Uh, <laughs> right, right. Because you would clean it. You'd just be like, ugh. Like what most if, people these days. Man, this is so inconvenient to me. <laughs> right. I don't know if this is sensitive information, Joe. How old are you? 30. 30? Okay. Then I've only got a decade on you because I was like, <laughs> if, you're, if you're upset about a Game Boy being in a, in a museum <laughs> piece, boy, have I got news for you. Yeah,
4: no. Yeah. I got a Game Boy when I was four. Yeah, that was, that was that was that was good times. Yeah, apparently I was a wuss about getting my shots, and my mom's like, "If you'll just shut up and get your shots, I'll get you a Game Boy."
2: That's a good exchange. Apparently, I wind I good whined exchange. just
4: <laughs> enough. Apparently, yeah.
3: I don't you know, don't don't want, want to live and get this immunization. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if <Yes>, you want <laughs> to be a to Game Boy,
4: yeah, but when you're four, you don't really ca- like understand the idea of like, hey, how do you feel about whooping cough?
3: <laughs> right, that's true. It's funny because for me, all I got was like an ice cream or like a trip to Red Lobster.
4: Wait, you, got, you, you were big on red lobster when you were four. Oh yeah i believe so four
2: i don't know i don't know they i mean they've had cheddar biscuits the whole time so no I mean, no they used to just be
3: like texas toast i remember the texas toast really? days and I, I distinctly remember the transition from texas toast to cheddar bay biscuits it was okay? a big moment in james life because it was informative it, it was mind-blowing the change of how delicious you go from texas toast to cheddar bay biscuits
4: we had a we had a, a bit we did a while back where we were doing a podcast and we had nothing to talk about. Like we could not find anything gaming related. Welcome to Nerd Radio. Yep. Yeah. Well, so we're trying to figure out like we're like an hour before the show. We're like, damn, what do we talk about? And we see an article that is going through how to appropriately like gorge yourself on Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Like how to like get the most out of all you can eat at Red Lobster. This is like we'll Kobiashi like, yeah. or something? <laughs> so we did an entire hour-long podcast. Literally just reading through and making fun of this article, and then we found out that Robbie had never had Cheddar Bay biscuits before, and Robbie, that what was you doing? that was upsetting. Like I feel like I have never had them. I've, what?
3: How have you not had Cheddar Bay biscuits, Al?
1: Is this a specific Red Lobster thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then that lobster. would be why I don't like seafood.
4: Then go eat Cheddar Bay biscuits. Well, don't
1: well, eat the seafood. I just, I've never even met a Red Lobster.
2: Unfortunately, as someone who is lactose intolerant, I also have never. Well, you the ambrosia excuse. of Jetter Bay biscuits, Adrosa. but I love red
4: lobster. Lactose yeah. intolerance has to be the most ignored medical condition on the planet. You're telling me you've never,
2: like, just gone for it? <laughs> No, not for Cheddar Bay Biscuits. I like that, I have. I have decided. There have been days where it's like, well, I already feel like crap. This pizza is like either going to kill me or be worth it. Like so. Either way, it's worthwhile.
3: The hell with I'm it. like, oh, yeah, pretty much just came out and said, so have you ever just
2: pooped your pants? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I mean. The answer is yes. We run a classy uh, show here. I do like the idea of being intolerance intolerant. Like yeah. Just not accepting yeah. it. Like, yeah. Right. No, I don't tolerate my
4: lactose. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. Like, you know what? That's garbage is what that is. Right. If I drink enough milk,
2: my it's body. Will, gluten.
4: Exactly. My body, my body will either kill me or it'll get over
2: it. And either or, way, I'm going to have my milk. Or I'll be on the bathroom floor in the fetal position whissing. I was saying the
1: same thing about drinking bleach. This might kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Just
4: a small maybe amount. i don't know if we fill a tide pod with ice cream and give it to him yeah. like...
1: <laughs> we won't know what killed him either way Chuck is dead similar
3: to that a tide pod filled with ice cream yeah these things i think it's like a japanese ice cream that yeah you get at kroger well and they're like me they call they start with an m like and it has think, bleach exactly in it? well no this is it's an actual like dessert but it's when you mochi. said a tide pod filled Moji, yeah, mochi, yeah, mochi yeah. okay, mochi is just ice cream in Japan. I've always right. described it as like an ice cream pierogi, but I like pretty the much Pod description
1: better.
4: Yeah, no, I, I, well, I'll say yours is safer. I, I think mochi would be a, a, definitely a safer thing
1: for him to try than a tide pod
4: filled for ice sure. cream. Well,
1: but. at the end of the day, if you force feed ice cream to Chuck here, it's going to be your job, Joe, to clean that chair <laughs> before it gets submitted to the, to the Smithsonian. Does, yeah. that, does
4: that count as assault? As the as the <laughs> if you give a, if you make a lactose intolerant person eat like ice cream,
2: is that assault? I mean, I guess it is. depends on how you make them eat it.
4: Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's
2: fair. If it's if it's like roofing the <laughs> lactose intolerant person, then it, yeah, you, there's legal action that can be taken. <laughs> for sure what is
1: what is the <laughs> what, what way am of, i
2: allowed to force you to eat
3: i'm it real
1: uncomfortable okay. with this conversation <laughs> like i feel like plans are being
4: okay you got real date rapey with the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the ice
2: cream tide pod poison thing any of you guys offer me any food i'm not familiar with i think i'm gonna say no
4: <laughs> yeah. you know while we're not regretting having like these two brands meet i right. can bet that there are some higher ups in this company that are maybe like you know Yeah. I don't know about that one. Yeah, It's like when you have the two problem children in class and the teacher separates you. You're like, no, you guys are not sitting together again. That's these two. (laughs) It's
3: more like, I think, this... These shows combined are too powerful. Yeah, yeah. Right. Let's keep them separated.
1: Yes. I'm trying to I think like of to a good. How movie many go viewers we have on Twitch again? Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> That's there's a, there's a couple. Twitch power of ours. There's a couple. <laughs> We've added
2: some. It's six, six, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. We're up to sixteen. Hey! Right? I'm sure if we stick around in here, then we'll get it. We'll get real close to twenty. It's better yeah. it, than some of my streams uh, <laughs> when I stream on Fridays. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: So. <laughs>
2: So uh, I, I think that's going to do it. You had the timer up, and I, I think that's 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 enough for this week's Nerd Radio sure. for the podcast. That's, that's
1: enough. It's Al's way to tap out.
2: That's yeah. That's that's, that's enough. So thank you, Joe, for Absolutely. joining. us make Thanks, sure Joe. you guys join join him along with the rest of the Checkpoint XP guys on their Twitch stream, Twitch
3: TV. Uh, TV TV TP would TV. be a different website. <laughs> it's true, It's the <laughs> yeah. less appropriate website. <laughs> this is
1: why know. that's James's job. That's why it's James's job. Uh, twitch d-
3: TV slash Checkpoint XP. You guys, uh,
2: you stream every day, every right? day,
4: uh, Monday to Friday, one to six. The actual uh, uh, Checkpoint XP daily show is from four to six. Right,
2: and you you guys all have uh, side shows too. What which one is yours? God, yeah,
4: uh, I do the other identity with Robbie, where we talk. Uh, you know. Uh, comic culture, geek culture. Uh, we do that every Thursday. Uh, today, I know we've got uh, low team damage going on, which is an Overwatch talk show. So yeah, di- uh, tons of different shows happening throughout the week.
2: Yep, check them out on uh, is it xp dot com. That's the website. And, uh, of course, follow us on social media at Nerd Radio 101 And, uh, you know, download our podcast. Even if you watch the Twitch stream, there's some bells and whistles you didn't get to hear that you get to hear on the podcast. Three of them.
1: You missed three. At least three
2: of them. There's some damn X that goes on in there. Fancy sound effects and some music yeah. beds. There's a little thing at the end of every show that's usually yeah, whatever that's we're, uh, mm. you know, just BSing. Yeah. We'll be back next week with some more Nerd Radio. Uh, thanks, everybody, for showing up. Thanks, everybody, for... Uh, <laughs>
1: thanks for being here.
2: Thanks for being here. <laughs> <laughs> we're done.
1: That's a
0: show. Yeah. now. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds.
1: Have a great weekend. Golden Radio. I oh, know. See you later, nerd. You. Hey, we're out. How do you feel about it? That's fine. Okay.
2: Do we, do we have anything we need to get out? Any personal business? <laughs> that <we don't> want? <laughs>
1: That's what the podcast is for. <laughs> okay, well,
2: three, two, one. We're going live. Hey. <laughs> Nobody say anything. We're on the internet.
1: Oh, yeah. Right. (laughs) Well, nothing on the internet will ever get out. Right? Yeah. Exactly.
3: Now now we just got to remember not to talk trash about our coworkers. Oof.
2: Yeah, that's going to be. I'm out.
3: Yeah. That's going to be rough. (laughs) (laughs)